The following program has been paid for by the Apostolic Faith Church. From the heart of the Pacific, in Honolulu, Hawaii, Apostolic Faith Church presents the Kingdom of God Crusade. Join us now for another hour of worship with Pastor Han, the church choir, and the band. We hope and pray that you'll find this next hour of blessing. Good morning, everyone. I'm trustee and associate pastor Edmund Sprode Sr., and I would like to thank you for joining us today. We welcome you to the Kingdom of God Crusade telecast being brought to you every Sunday morning, not only here in Hawaii from 8 to 9 a.m., but also in parts of California from 6 to 7 a.m. on station XDTV Channel 13 in San Diego, from 6 to 7 a.m. on station KPSE Channel 13 in Palm Springs, from 7 to 8 a.m. on station KBTV Channel 8 and Comcast Channel 238 in Sacramento, and including Chico and Fresno. From 6 to 7 a.m. on station KBVU TV Channel 28 in Eureka. From 7 to 8 a.m. on station KVME Channel 20 in Los Angeles and San Bernardino. From 6 to 7 a.m. on station KOTR TV Channel 11 in Monterey. From 6 to 7 a.m. on station KECY Channel 9 in El Centro, California and Yuma, Arizona. From 6 to 7 a.m. on station KLSR Channel 34 in Eugene, Oregon. From 5 to 6 a.m. on station KZJO Channel 22 in Seattle, Washington. And also from 5 to 6 a.m. on station KJZZ Channel 14 of Salt Lake City, Utah, and parts of Nevada, Idaho, and Wyoming. And from 11 to 12 midnight on station KGBY TV Channel 20 in Grand Junction, Colorado, as well as from 7 to 8 a.m. on Time Warner Cable Channel 503 in New York City. If you would like more information on our church and view our Kingdom of God Crusade telecast in its entirety, be sure to visit our website at JesusComingSoon.org. The Apostolic Faith Church, located at 1043 Middle Street, is the headquarters of the gospel of the Kingdom of God for the whole world, with the sign on the roof of the temple, Jesus Coming Soon, a landmark in Cleve for over 90 years, and our prayer tower, the first of its kind in Hawaii, dedicated exclusively for prayer. The church was founded by the late Charles and A. to B. Lockbaum on August the 4th, 1923, and passed on to our late chief pastor, William M. Hahn, Sr., in 1959, who continued the gospel to its fullness. We hope and pray that this telecast will draw you closer to our Lord and Savior Jesus Christ and be a real blessing to you, our television audience, saints wherever you are, and the shut-ins. That is those of you in the hospitals and convalescent homes. And should you need prayer or someone to pray over you, please don't hesitate to call the phone number designated at the conclusion of the telecast. 
Today, the Apostolic Faith Church is celebrating 37 years of the Kingdom of God Crusade telecast. How quickly time flies! The telecast started as a simple 30-minute program, preaching and teaching the gospel of the Kingdom of God. We have seen many challenges over the years, but the Word of God never changes, and we will continue to march on with Jesus with the same doctrine first presented to you 37 years ago. Praise the Lord! He never changes, and until He comes in clouds of glory, the Apostolic Faith Church, also known as Jesus Coming Soon, will continue to do His blessed will. As we head into the year 2017, dear television viewers, anticipate the year with excitement and joy. Have your goals set for the year and beyond, but never forget that nothing in this world in your lifetime is possible without the Lord in your life. The Lord is a mighty source of strength. His compassion knows no end, and His love, the foundation for life eternal. Listen to the Apostolic Faith Church Choir, directed by Amelia Hahn, as they sing for you the wonderful melody entitled, I Have a Wonderful Lord. The choir will be accompanied by Ethan Patsuki on the piano, Puhaku Korda on the organ. Please join in and sing along with the choir as you see the words appear on your television screen. The ever-faithful members of the church band under the leadership of head pastor William M. Hahn, Jr. will play the wonderful number entitled, Sing to the Lord.
Through the darkest days, the turbulent trials, we are never on our own. Our Heavenly Father is there to open a way of escape, to show the calm through the toughest of times, and to shine a light through the murky gloom. Trust in Him and you will never go wrong. Our soloist for today is Makana Asano, and he will sing for you the melody entitled, You'll Never Walk Alone. Makana will be accompanied by Christy Hahn on the piano, Associate Pastor Marvin Aming on the bass, yours truly, and Mason Asano on the guitars, and Iris Locke on the drums.
I call upon the church choir to sing their second number for today entitled, This is the Day the Lord has Made. Yes, we should all rejoice and be glad that our Heavenly Father blesses you and I with still another day as we stand and rejoice with Him in our daily lives. So, dear television viewers, saints and friends, rejoice!
We are blessed to have an ukulele trio by a faithful group of young people who serve the Lord with heart, mind, and spirit. Nurtured in the gospel work, they are Deanna, Dion, and Dean Carrillo Jr. And yes, they are siblings, and they do enjoy working together. The Carrillo Trio are standing at the ready, at ready to play for you and for the Lord the melody entitled Hold the Fort. Our husband and wife duo, Mason and Tracy Asano, will close the musical portion of the program and prepare you for the all-important reading of the word. The number they have chosen for today is entitled, He Will Carry You. It is such an honor to dedicate today's melody to Mr. and Mrs. Raymond and Pearl Kawahara of Hilo, Hawaii. Raymond and Pearl, we wish for you both peace and joy in the Lord. And may he continue to strengthen you, keep you, and give you the ultimate victory of hearing his voice say, 
Come up hither, come up hither, come up hither. Have a blessed day. There is no problem too big. God cannot solve it. There is no mountain too tall. He cannot move it. There is no storm too dark. God cannot calm it. There is no sorrow too deep. He cannot soothe it. Praise the Lord, everyone. 
most socialist past was Jan Duck. And I would like to repeat our television time station and locations in the kindly ask for our viewing audience, especially if any of you plan to visit or reside in California, the discalcast and I'll be viewed every Sunday morning from 6 to 7 a.m. on station XDTV, channel 13 in San Diego. From 6 to 7 a.m. on station KPSE, channel 13 in Palm Springs. From 7 to 8 a.m. on channel KBTV, channel 8, and Comcast channel 238 in Sacramento, including Chico and Fresno. From 6 to 7 a.m. on station KBVU-TV, channel 28 in Eureka. From 7 to 8 a.m. on station KVME, channel 20 in Los Angeles, San Bernardino. From 6 to 7 a.m. on station KRTR-TV, channel 11 in Monterey. From 6 to 7 a.m. on station KACY, channel 9, El Centro, California, and Yuma, Arizona. From 6 to 7 a.m. on station KLSR, channel 34 in Eugene, Oregon. From 5 to 6 a.m. on station KZGO, channel 22 in Seattle, Washington. And also from 5 to 6 a.m. on station KGZ-TV, channel 14, also of the City, Utah, also the Nevada, Idaho, and Wyoming. And from 11 to 12 midnight on station KGBY-TV, channel 20 in Grand Junction, Colorado as well as from 7 to 8 a.m. on Time Warner Cable, channel 503 in New York City. If you'd like to know more about our gospel work and view our Kingdom God Crusade telecast in its entirety, please visit our website at JesusComingSoon.org. And now concerning our schedule of gospel service in home state Hawaii. Services are held at the temple every Tuesday and Friday at 7 p.m. On Sunday, gospel service at 10 a.m. and divine healing services at 7 p.m. Sunday school for all ages begin at 9 a.m. and prayer service held daily in prayer tower at 2 p.m. except on Fridays at 10 a.m. At our Kamiki Bench Church located at 1361 Polo Avenue, gospel service held on Sundays and Wednesdays at 7 p.m. The same schedule is observed by our neighbor Island branch churches as services are also conducted by Pastor Reginald B. Castaner Sr. in Kanakai, Molokai, by Pastor Kenneth M. Rivera Lahaina Maui, by Pastor Walter I. T. Lloyd Hilo, Hawaii, Pastor Leonard Kiwara Sano Senior in Koloa, Kauai, by Pastor Nellis Ferry in Boroka, Kauaiian, and Pastor Vespas Ferry from the Law School of Montemino, Philippines. You're welcome to attend these services regardless of church affiliations. There are no collections. However, if you desire to voluntarily contribute to support this telecast and the Lord's work, you may do so by sending your donations to the address designated at the conclusion of the telecast. And I would like to return our program back to Trustee Associate Pastor Adrian Swart Senior, will bring forward a spirit-directed and spirit-inspired sermon. Edwin? Thank you, Jose. Some of you in our viewing audience are undoubtedly wondering if the participants in our telecasts are compensated in any way to perform in the choir, band, or special vocal and instrumental groups. My answer is an emphatic no. Let me reassure you all that every person you see in our telecasts are bona fide members of the Apostolic Faith Church who give of their total rehearsal and performance times as well as their talents willingly from the heart for the glory of God and for absolutely no monetary gains of any kind. Contributions from our television viewers are used in fact to help maintain these weekly telecasts and through your generosity and financial help we are able to bring forth such sermons as the one that I have prepared for you today. Today dear television viewers we are truly blessed with this opportunity to share the good news of the glorious gospel of the kingdom of God with you our television 
congregation here in our weekly telecast presentations. The human instincts of mankind have always caused him to embrace sin and disregard the sacrifice of our Lord Jesus Christ who died to bring every man, woman, and child everlasting life through his plan of salvation. We prayerfully desire everyone to heed God's mandatory commandment to repent, be baptized in the name of Jesus Christ, and to be filled with his Holy Spirit. Please join me in the reading of today's gospel message entitled, Jesus Coming Soon, The Time Is Now. In doing so, we both will be significantly impacted by God's word to accept the Lord Jesus Christ, who is the author and finisher of our faith. The abbreviation BC stands for before Christ, which means the years before the birth of Jesus Christ, and also includes the biblical Old Testament years as well. The abbreviation AD stands for Anno Domini, which means year of our Lord or the time from the year in which Jesus Christ was born, and also includes most of the New Testament events of the Bible. Today we stand at the first month in the present time of this new year of A.D. 2017. Prophecy is history pre-written. The history of the nations, even to this present day happenings, are vividly set forth in God's prophetic word. All was foretold by God's Holy Spirit through holy men of old, and biblical prophecy gives the clearest, most conclusive evidence that the Bible is the inspired and infallible Word of God. And this we know that in the last days, just before His appearing, perilous times shall come. This includes perils on land and on the sea, perils without and within, perils from wicked men and women, there shall also be perils from false prophets who shall deceive and lead many astray, and if it were possible, even the very elect. Matthew 24, 7 to 8 denotes this truth. For nation shall rise against nation, and kingdom against kingdom, and there shall be famines and pestilences and earthquakes in divers places, all these are the beginning of sorrows. These occurrences make people apprehensive of that which may still be in store that can claim homes, businesses, and lives of many unexpectedly. Can these be attributed to God's wrath upon mankind? The foundation and principles upon which America was built has deteriorated. Today we live in an atmosphere in which God has been forgotten and his statues forsaken by many. Nevertheless, we continue in the quest to win souls for the Lord Jesus Christ. And we have been blessed with the distinct privilege 
over these past 37 years to be invited into your homes to share the gospel of the kingdom of God with you and your families, and today is no exception. In these, the closing days of time, the signs all around us in the earth and in the air point to the next most phenomenal event that is going to take place upon this earth, which is the return of Jesus Christ in clouds of glory to catch up his waiting bride, the church, to dwell in that bright, supernal mansion he has prepared on high. Hence, we are encouraged by the Lord Jesus Christ in John 14, verses 1 through 4, that reads, let not your heart be troubled. You believe in God, believe also in me. In my Father's house are many mansions. If it were not so, I would have told you. I go to prepare a place for you. And if I go and prepare a place for you, I will come again and receive you unto myself, that where I am, there ye may be also. And whither I go, ye know, and the way ye know. Death cannot enter the place that the Lord Jesus Christ has prepared for us. And we are assured that this is the joy and glorious destiny of the church. The dead in Christ who beneath us lie shall be caught up first, and we who are living shall be translated to meet the Lord Jesus Christ in the air. Time's clock is running on. And yes, time has already run out indeed. And never since the beginning of this world has time been so precious. Days, nights, hours, and minutes go by like shadows on the grass. The grains of sand in Jesus Christ's hourglass are nearing the bottom, thus warning every man, woman, and child who remain in the world that today is the day of salvation, if you will, but hear his voice. And to wait for tomorrow may be too late. Signs are very apparent across the face of the land, indicating the soon coming return of the Lord Jesus Christ. The unbeliever, the backslider, the lukewarm, as well as the saintliest of the children of God are urged to continue to work out their salvation with fear and trembling. Hence, we urge everyone, and especially you, dear television viewers, to avoid procrastinating about your salvation, which is God's number one priority in this life. Mark 1, 14 through 15 adds this exhortation. Now after that John was put in prison, Jesus came into Galilee preaching the gospel of the kingdom of God and saying, the time is fulfilled and the kingdom of God is at hand. Repent ye and believe the gospel. The Lord Jesus Christ came preaching his message of salvation to encourage one and all that we will inherit eternal life in heaven above if we will accept him, repent of our sins, and believe the gospel of the kingdom of God. Of vital importance is the question posed to everyone, are you saved? Despite the fact that there are many Christian denominations and extensions of the Pentecostal body, God's word, the Bible, is very clear and specifically states that there is only one way to be saved. 
and the only approved method of salvation acknowledged by the Lord Jesus Christ is to accept his plan of salvation via the gospel of the kingdom of God that Jesus Christ preached on the shores of Galilee. There is equality in God's plan of salvation, and there is neither Jew nor Gentile, for all have sinned and come short of the glory of God. Jesus Christ greeted Nicodemus with the message to be born again. Though Nicodemus as a Pharisee was a deeply religious and dedicated and obedient to the law, it was necessary for him and every man, woman, and child today to be born again into God's family. The Lord Jesus Christ initiated his plan of salvation, and he will complete his rebirth commandment in those who will accept him as their personal Savior and Lord. And mankind cannot perform this rebirth commandment by his or her own efforts and must all willingly accept him to take us through it all. In John 3, 3 to 4, we find the conversation between Jesus Christ and Nicodemus. It reads, Jesus answered and said unto him, Verily, verily, I say unto thee, except the man be born again, he cannot see the kingdom of God. Nicodemus saith unto him, How can a man be born when he is old? Can he enter the second time into his mother's womb and be born? And in John 3, 5, we find this mandatory requirement. Jesus answered, Verily, verily, I say unto thee, except a man be born of water and of the Spirit, he cannot enter into the kingdom of God. Every man, woman, and child will be a new creature in Christ Jesus, and we will become a part of God's spiritual family by accepting him. Otherwise, we will remain outside and separated from the family of God. God's Word, the Bible explains that we were conceived in sin, and therefore we must be born again to obtain the righteousness of God as part of His spiritual family. And the correct biblical interpretation of the phrase, born of water, means that we must be baptized by immersion in water in the name of Jesus Christ. And the act of water baptism was instituted by the Lord Jesus Christ when he was baptized by John the Baptist in the River Jordan. And today, water baptism remains a mandatory action required of every man, woman, and child because it, it displays the act of a good conscience toward God. Hence, baptism means to dip, to plunge, or immerse. And dear television viewers, it is not the water, but rather the blood of Jesus Christ that washes away our sins. When one is baptized, we must go into the water and then come up out of the water. This is the only true method of baptism, by sprinkling or pouring over a person which is not baptism. And to be born of the Spirit means that we must be filled with God's Holy Spirit, speaking in God's unknown tongue or language, as confirmed in Acts 2, 4 that reads, And they were all filled with the Holy Ghost, and began to speak with other tongues as the Spirit gave them utterance. Speaking in tongues is clearly referenced in God's Word, the Bible, as the only evidence used to verify that a person has been filled with God's Holy Spirit within. God's Word details in John 
7, 37, and 38, in the last day, that great day of the feast, Jesus stood and cried, saying, If any man thirst, let him come unto me and drink. He that believeth on me, as the Scripture hath said, out of his belly shall flow rivers of living water. When the Holy Spirit filled the 120 believers in the upper chamber in Jerusalem, it was a phenomenal event, and in turn, God established and formed his first church on the day of Pentecost. Without a doubt, Jesus Christ is God's Holy Spirit, and he lives and loves us by dwelling in our hearts as God's chosen people. And perhaps some may be asking, why is the name of Jesus Christ so important? Although many today have been baptized according to Matthew 28, 19, their sins have not been remitted because the name of the Father is Jesus, the name of the Son is Jesus, and the name of the Holy Ghost is Jesus. Therefore, using the name of Jesus Christ in water baptism confirms the commandment written in Matthew 28, 18 to 19. And God's only promise for remittance of sins is given in Acts 2.38 that reads, Then Peter said unto them, Repent, and be baptized every one of you in the name of Jesus Christ for the remission of sins, and ye shall receive the gift of the Holy Ghost. Hence, Jesus Christ firmly instructed his disciples to go, teach, and baptize converts in his name. And we have come to understand that the term Father, Son, and Holy Ghost are merely titles and not names. And they are used to identify the person of Jesus Christ as described in 1 John 5, 7 that reads, For there are three that bear record in heaven, the Father, the Word, and the Holy Ghost. And these three are one, which is the Lord Jesus Christ as God himself. The biblical references only point to baptism being administered in the name of Jesus Christ and not in the titles. A personal examination of God's word reveals this truth to thereby obtain eternal life. Acts 4.12 therefore confirms the saving power and authority vested in the name Jesus Christ. It reads, Neither is there salvation in any other, for there is none other name under heaven given among men whereby we must be saved. Mark 16.16 16 also denotes the importance of being baptized in the name of Jesus Christ. It reads, He that believeth and is baptized shall be saved, but he that believeth not shall be damned. So we must choose today whom we will serve, God or the devil. Choose Jesus Christ, our dearly beloved. The narrow way leads to eternal life in heaven above, and the broad way leads to eternal damnation in hell below. Therefore, if you reject the Lord Jesus Christ, you will miss the rapture and will be subjected to suffer the wrath of God reserved for the children of disobedience. And time today is moving more quickly than ever before. And the days are being shortened for the very elect's sake. For the unbeliever, your time and distance preceding the return of the Lord Jesus Christ is running out. 
Hence, Romans 6.23 adds Apostle Paul's instruction. It reads, For the wages of sin is death, but the gift of God is eternal life through Jesus Christ our Lord. And Jesus Christ is God's only solution to redeem mankind from the penalty of sin. And no man, woman, or child can save themselves or keep their soul alive. And God's salvation is only possible through our Lord and Savior, Jesus Christ, beginning with the repentance of all mankind. In the Old Testament book of Job 33, verses 8 to 12, we read, Surely thou hast spoken in mine hearing, and I have heard the voice of thy word, saying, I am clean without transgressions, I am innocent. Neither is there iniquity in me. Behold, he findeth occasion against me. He counteth me for his enemy. He putteth my feet in the stocks. He marked all my paths. Behold, in this thou art not just. I will answer thee that God is greater than man. Mankind cannot be so self-righteous to say that we are without sin or even to retain our own lives. Such thoughts will cause that person to take the headlong plunge into the pool of self-destruction that will lead them to final and eternal separation from the Lord Jesus Christ in hell below. Hence, the Lord Jesus Christ provides every man, woman, and child a way of escape from the wrath to come, described in Ephesians 2, 8 through 9, for by grace are you saved through faith, and not of yourselves. It is the gift of God, not of works, lest any man should boast. And we utter these words to, today, Lord, come quickly, and we hope and pray that you will accept the Lord Jesus Christ today to escape the clouds of disaster that are forming on the horizon due to the pure and simple fact that there are many souls yet to be saved. The faithful daily prayers of the saints are withholding God's total wrath to come. Each prayer is a plea for the souls in this lost and dying world. Job 33, 14 adds this warning, For God speaketh once, yea, twice, yet man perceiveth it not. Hence, we continue to preach the gospel of the kingdom of God across the face of the land, vice standing idly by. There is so much to do in so little time, and we should be winning souls for the Lord Jesus Christ before his eminent return. Hebrews 10.25 also exhorts, not forsaking the assembling of ourselves together as the manner of some is, but exhorting one another, and so much the more as ye see the day approaching of high spiritual importance is our rooftop signs that read Jesus coming soon above all the apostolic faith churches. This is a message and warning to every believer in Christ Jesus to be ready and to every unbeliever to prepare yourself to meet him when he returns. The Lord Jesus Christ is not slack concerning his promises to us word and his promises are yea and amen. The sign with those specific words was given in a vision from the Lord Jesus Christ to the late founding Pastor Charles Lockbaum. Today it has worldwide significance and has become the identity of the apostolic faith churches here in the Hawaiian Islands and in the Philippine Islands. Countless souls have been saved because of that sign. And one thing remains certain, the Lord Jesus Christ will return very, very soon. 
Each passing day brings the occurrence of this glorious event that much closer. Paul writes in Romans 13, 11, and that knowing the time, that now is high time to wake out of sleep, for now is our salvation nearer than when we believed. There will be two appearances on that one coming. The promise of his second advent needs to be differentiated from his return to the glory into the earth. First, he will come for his saints. Second, he will come to earth to judge the nations. 1 Thessalonians 4, 16 through 17 denotes this truth. For the Lord himself descend from heaven with a shout, with the voice of the archangel, and the trump of God, and the dead in Christ shall rise first. Then we which are alive and remain shall be caught up together with them in the clouds to meet the Lord in the air, and so shall we ever be with the Lord. When the Lord Jesus Christ returns, all born-again Christians will meet him in the air. And what a meeting it will be for those who are caught up. Hence, the vital question is, will we be among the airborne Christians when Jesus Christ comes? For those who remain, they will have to suffer through the great tribulation as revealed in Matthew 24, 21 that reads, For then shall be great tribulation, such as was not since the beginning of the world to this time, nor, no, nor ever shall be. Luke 21, 27 and 28 closes today's sermon with this exhortation. And then shall they see the Son of Man coming in a cloud with power and great glory. And when these things begin to come to pass, then look up and lift up your heads, for your redemption draweth nigh. Let us therefore prepare ourselves daily to meet the Lord Jesus Christ in the clouds when he returns to call up his waiting bride, the church, saying, come up hither, come up hither, come up hither. If you would like to know more about God's word, our church, and review these telecast presentations in their entirety, please visit our website, at JesusComingSoon.org. Until our next telecast, this is your host, trustee and associate pastor Edwin H. Sproat Sr., expressing my sincerest appreciation to each of you who have allowed us to come into your homes. May the good Lord bless and keep you all in the hollow of his hands. As we come to the conclusion of our telecast, we call upon the members of our church band to take us out with a most appropriate number entitled, Yes, I Know.
The preceding program was paid for by the Apostolic Faith Church.